0: some fun stuff in that set and i mean good stuff too but man it it is folk
1: horror is like a very specific like i mean i guess if i'm to pick a favorite like subgenre of anything that might be Mm -hmm. it like the wicker man the original one is Mm -hmm. arguably my favorite film of all time um you know robert eggers the witch is just just so amazing
0: um do you like midsummer
1: yeah i do actually i like it a lot um my girlfriend likes it better than the wicker man which i don't agree with but (laughs) <laughs> I I did think it was really great. So
0: yeah, it's almost you can't compare, but um, it, it's kind of cool that this has become like it's always been around. These movies have been mm-hmm. around, but it's it's almost like um, how when she, when the French critics got a hold of noir and they coined it, mm-hmm. I, I think they're we're basically retrofitting films into this yeah. category, which is I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, Jill's not.
2: <laughs> no, I'm just sitting here listening. You know.
0: Yeah, well, um, folk horror, more folk horror, or more movies go full, folk horror. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Celeste, welcome. Um, it's your first time on the show. Uh, I think probably a lot of people know you. I've seen you around the Facebook group. You're very active there, and I, I like your contributions. But do you want to introduce yourself? Thank you.
1: Um, Sure. Uh, my name is Celeste. Um, I guess I'm I'm known for... Uh, You know, creeping about in the Facebook groups and (laughs) offering my hot takes at um, you know various intervals. But um, yeah, I don't I don't really have any uh, content to share other than my um, lovely voice and opinions. So we'll take. I appreciate the invitation on the show. Um, It was not something I expected, but it's something that I'm very um, flattered by and happy about. So I'm excited to be here today.
2: Yay! We're happy to have you. I love, I, I love um, seeing what you have to say on all the different posts and the Facebook groups. And um, you've got fantastic taste in movies, folk horror mm-hmm. aside. <laughs>
0: um, well,
2: um,
0: well, thank you. <laughs> would not use the word creeping because. Um, uh, <laughs> I have not seen one of your contributions and thought, "Wow, uh, this person is um, creeping on me." But um, in fact, I just saw a post yesterday. You made this really cool letterbox list that had um, un- underseen films, and mm-hmm. um, and I looked at. I, I had seen like maybe um, a little more than half. So, uh, but yeah, I, I looked at the ones I'd, I'd seen, and they were really good. So, um, uh, you want to mention that list?
1: Sure. Um... I saw somebody else do this maybe on the subreddit or something where they had taken a look at all the films they had seen that had less than 10,000 views on Letterboxd and put together a list of some Hmm. of the ones that were their favorites. And I was curious how many that would be for me because I spend a lot of time, you know, trying to get into the more obscure stuff on like the criterion channel or in the, you know, bootseat Blu-ray stuff. And, Mm -hmm. um, I did have to cap it at an eight out of 10 for my ratings because if I put in the sevens, I mean, it would be, it would become unwieldy, but yeah, there was a lot of, a lot of stuff that I was surprised had been so underseen because Mm -hmm. I hear about it a lot or I just thought it was so good that it deserves more eyes on it. So, um, I don't know. I thought it would be a fun thing to put together and, um, I guess I'll keep up with it as I keep watching. I'll just add stuff as I see it,
0: but that's cool. All right. Well, Jill, um, I think it's time. Uh, We're going to have uh, Ellie's (laughs) first appearance on the show. So do you want to introduce this?
2: Yeah, so Ellie's my 11-year-old daughter, and um, she's in fifth grade. She's a Girl Scout, and I am one of the Girl Scout troop leaders for our troop. And you know what time it is, ladies and gentlemen, it is. Girl Scout cookie time. And uh, Aaron thought it would be a, a great idea to uh, uh, throw Ellie's uh, cookie pitch, cookie sales pitch here on the show. Uh, and uh, she so she put together a video that she wrote the script and uh, directed. I was mm-hmm. just the cinematographer. <laughs> and
0: um, is, she, is she SAG? I'm sorry, W? <laughs> W-J. No, we're
2: in we're in Georgia. This is a right to work state oh. uh non union. Oh, yeah. Just like so. <laughs> Right. So <That's> awesome. uh <laughs> so yeah, no no non-union here. And um so she's got a little cookie website uh through the uh Greater Atlanta uh Girl Scout Cookie Council. And uh, you can order the cookies there on her little website and have them shipped to your door. Uh, Right now, there is a supply issue with the new cookie, uh, Adventurefuls. Um, So they've temporarily disabled ordering for that while they boost their production. But that will be uh, available, I think, sometime in early to uh, mid-February. So,
0: yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll play the video. And by the way, I, I know, know people are, are <laughs> the, the video. <laughs> I'll play the audio of the video, um, and, and people can see the, the actual video on, on your, twi- your Twitter. I think you have it pinned. Yeah, uh, and, I do. She's adorable. She's growing up. Um, she, she, she
2: is growing up.
0: She sounded. I mean, as you'll hear, listeners will hear. She sounded um, very. Um, she did a good job. sounded sounded like grown up salesperson. And uh, and so I'll play that now. That's right. <laughs> My name is Ellie. It's that time of year again, Girl Scout cookie time. Cookies are only $5 a box, including the new delicious adventure or $6 a box for the gluten-free toffee-tastics and s'mores. You can order them online and get them shipped right to your door. You get delicious cookies, and you support girl-led business. It's a win-win. Thank you, and happy new year. Yeah, so I, I, we bought some cookies and they're great. So if if listeners want to buy cookies, uh, and it's fair game, Ellie's part of the show because she's part of Jill. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so I
2: I carried her for nine months <laughs> and had her ripped out of my body <laughs> by cookies. You've from described her
1: like some kind of. Parasitic entity, or something like to tie this as back opposed into to folk horror. Yeah, 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 yeah. It,
0: was a, it was actually like you a could, folk horror pitch, is what you did right there. You know, <laughs> but you're just talking you about it. great.
2: I mean, great. it was, she did live off of me for, for nine months, a growth inside me.
0: Yeah, she did. That was then surgically removed. TMI, Jill. TMI.
2: <laughs> you know, look, I'm just keeping it real.
0: I'm kidding. Well, speaking Uh, of lists, um, so last time we did our list, first off, usually usually with lists, uh, and I'm guilty of this myself, people like to take shots at them and um, and say, oh, why isn't this on there? And I kind of expected that, especially when I put the letterbox version, but people kind of liked mine. I was very surprised.
2: I have not put mine out there yet. I'm still working on it.
0: Yeah, I I could tell yours was a work in progress, and I have more time on my hands, so um, there's, there's no deadline, Jill. For your best of all time, <laughs> <laughs> Celeste, did you see the list or did, or have, did you I have... did
1: I did I took a look at it. Um, one of the entries on it may or may not have been an inspiration for something I want to talk about later. But Ooh, um, nice, okay, um, a little yeah, teaser. Um, yeah, <laughs> I've made tentative top lists. Um, my top albums list is a lot more definitive than my top films list because those are albums that I've listened to dozens and dozens of yeah. times. But I'm only 24 years old, so the idea of coming up with a all-time greatest films list feels a bit um, ambitious. Mm-hmm. And, oh, um, you're a such a
2: baby. Of... <laughs> I love
1: it. Yay! Uh, a lot of the stuff on there, I'm like, yeah, that was amazing, but I saw it once, like, you know, right. three years ago. I don't yeah. know. Like, I'd have to see it again to really solidify an order, you know. And there's plenty of essential stuff that I still haven't seen, so, you know.
0: We came up with a number. It's sixty seven hundred films is what you need to have seen before you're qualified to. <laughs> okay, well I'm
1: about a third of the way there. So wow. I okay. Should be there in no time.
0: Yeah. Assuming assuming you can work out the full core logistics because yeah, yeah, yeah. um, they they, mm. they need to be seen too. Um, okay. Well, yeah. Well, let's talk about the April twenty twenty two announcements. Uh, it's a little weird because of there was a holiday, and um, the. Well, the Yeah, There was Martin Luther King Day on Monday The the 15th was a Saturday So it's like, okay, are they going to put it out early? Are they going to put it out on Monday? Are they working? And um, I kind of expected they would not work Monday And they put them out Tuesday Which was, what, the 18th or so? Um, But six Mm -hmm. titles, I'm I'm thrilled Um, And Mm -hmm. thrilled to talk about them with with you all And we'll start with Walker Who... um, Happens to be a, a friend of the show. Alex Cox did an episode with us one time, and if it's okay if the answer is no, but did either either of you seen it, listen to it? No, no. It's it was a long time. Ago, I think like five years ago. So I'll will find the link and um, put it in the show notes. But
1: well, that's really cool. I didn't know about that.
0: Yeah, he was great. Uh, he was so fun, and um, yeah, that was when Mark was on the show with me. It was a, a Criterion close up. And Mm. um, but I kind of just I think I spoke more than Mark and it was we I was able to keep up with Alice Cox. So that felt pretty damn good. But we did talk (laughs) talk about his films in the collection. And this is one he mentioned um, he hoped would get upgraded someday. And I I can't remember Mm. if that was on the episode or not. Um, I'll have to go back and listen or if he just mentioned that um, in pre-show or whatever. Because uh, so, sometimes these people will tell a secret soft line, um, which is great. Mm-hmm. But here it is, Alex Cox, uh, a great man, film scholar. So I've seen it. Uh, have either of you? No. This will be a new I one to
1: me. I haven't. Um, I'm always excited to see DVD upgrades um, because, I, I don't know, I don't really buy DVDs anymore. And um, with the projector that I have, like I mean, the difference is huge. So I bet. I'm always really excited to see uh, Blu-ray upgrades in the collection. Also, I, maybe it wouldn't be appropriate to call it OCD, but my um, there's something there that just wants everything to be <laughs> upgraded to Blu-ray or just a consistency, <laughs> you know? Um, mm-hmm. So I'm always pleased about that.
0: I think that's going to come up again here shortly. Um, uh, yeah. well, what's weird is the DVD is not available. And Celeste, mm-hmm. you mentioned your favorite music. I think just from... So what i've seen on social media i think our tastes are kind of the same um do you like hmm. the, like the clash and joe Strummer, uh, i
1: do they're not like my favorite but i do like the clash yeah
0: well joe Strummer um does a, a very interesting score for this film um it's not like the Clash really? at all it's uh, it's more like uh, you know, western oriented um, and this is i believe if i remember it was sort of um it was about a, a real real Individual that lived, um, but it, I believe it's set was mm-hmm. set in Mexico or or not not so Nicaragua. Yeah, yeah.
1: It, it looks like take on colonialism or something. Yeah. So that could go really wrong or be really fascinating. So I'm excited <laughs> to see it.
0: <laughs> it's, I, I I watched it to prep for that show, so it's so mm-hmm. it's been been a few for me, but I was really impressed by it, and um,
1: mm-hmm. I've heard great things about it. So
0: yeah, I think people are gonna be happy. But I had not watched any of the supplements because um, I think I, I think I couldn't get the the DVD. I, I forget. I don't know. It Doesn't, doesn't mm-hmm. matter. But we have an. Uh, I think these are the same supplements from the D- DVD, which you can't get anymore. But we have a, mm-hmm. a commentary by Cox. Well, it says. I, yeah. It says currently
1: unavailable. So I don't think it's out of print. It just True. might be out of stock. We'll see.
0: Yeah. yeah, but you know, I think if they were going to release the Blu-ray. And they would probably make an effort to get it back in stock, but I don't know. Hmm. Maybe we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, a lot of supplements. I won't go on any the, into any of them. Into any of them, um, but uh, I think people will. This will be a nice surprise for people. So, and mm-hmm. yeah, yet we have three upgrades this week of this month.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's amazing. Okay, uh, so the next one, uh, April nineteenth, is a miracle in Milan, which is a Vittoria De Sica, realistic Magic real, Realism. Uh, I, that's a poor way to describe it, but it it's rooted <laughs> in that movement, but um, there's some magical mm-hmm. elements. So have either of you seen this one? No. I have.
1: I awesome. watched Ooh. it um, when this was announced because it is on the channel right now. Um, Ooh. so I went ahead and did a double feature of rewatching Bicycle Thieves and then watching this right after. Okay.
0: Interesting. Um, okay.
1: because it's been a while since I've seen Bicycle Thieves and I wasn't a hundred percent impressed with it the first time. Um, the second time I did enjoy it quite a bit, um, much more. And that one is pretty
0: bleak. Yeah. And <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> this
1: one, it it's definitely rooted in that kind of, yeah shit's really bad like everything sucks tradition you know but uh (laughs) i like that it has this like an optimism to it that is told through fantasy which Mm -hmm. might you know uh (laughs) help the i guess bleak aspects of it but Mm -hmm. it's definitely a more fun watch than bicycle thieves it's it's really wild
0: actually it is really – really wow. I've seen it too, and I, I, I agree that it <laughs> – I like your description. Everything sucks, but we have uh, some optimism. <laughs> it's it's kind of like watching a movie during a pandemic. Hmm. Mm. Um, <laughs> but but there yeah.
1: There is one little piece of it that was um, unfortunate and didn't age well. Uh, I wasn't expecting it, but hmm. it's – I think their hearts were in the right place for it. It just wasn't, uh, I guess, executed in the most tactful way
2: but mm,
0: okay well i'm taking a class on on western so you're gonna hear a lot a lot of talk about westerns in the next uh, few weeks mm-hmm. and there are a lot of movies out there <laughs> <that do> not <laughs> yeah. as well and um you can pretty much apply that to every western ever made so um yeah, sure. I, yeah I, I, i'm thrilled was thrilled to see this we knew it was coming because i think it was a Janus release and i think it's still mm-hmm. touring uh some interesting supplements we have some um well yeah, i i'm going to look forward to the interview with the new realism expert uh, just because this is mm-hmm. this is kind of it, it, it's i guess it fits in that category but it's also kind of an outlier um yeah and then we have some interviews with uh from archival interviews with uh Desica is that how you say his name Desica I've always said Desica I have no idea. Yeah. I've
2: always said Desica
0: I don't know, know either. and um so we have uh, it interview with the actor and Manuel De Sica, the director's son. So, um, mm. yeah, maybe we can get him on the show.
2: <laughs> and we have a, a Christina Newland essay. She is fantastic. She is one of the best film writers out there today. I'm I was so happy to see her on this release. I absolutely
0: love her work. I love when our friends are in here. I don't, I don't know Christina, but um, I saw that there might be something coming up that also has a Christina connection. Um, I could be wrong. But oh, okay. I, but I saw her, her name somewhere else, and, uh, and I also mm-hmm. kind of thought, awesome.
2: Um, yeah, she was. she's actually um, featured on the um, CNN doc on Marilyn Monroe that just, uh, I that think, might be premiered it. the last couple of weeks. She She was on that as well. She's just such a smart um unique writer and um I, I really really love that she's looks like she's being brought into the Criterion fold now. Yeah. Um so we'll see more of her of her work in the future I'm sure. So um really really happy to see her on this.
0: Yeah, congrats uh, Christina if I don't know if she listens, but uh, um I, the cover is pretty special too, don't you think?
2: Oh, I love it! It reminds me of uh the oh, the font reminds me of one of the recent releases, and I'm trying to think which one it is. Hmm.
0: Uh,
2: maybe one of the Cary Grants.
0: Written on the wind, maybe.
2: No, I mean, that's
0: not a Cary Grant, but um.
2: Huh. No, but the I'm trying to think which one. Well, what? Well, I'll, I'll think
1: on it some while more. While you think if, on
0: that, um. Uh, Celeste, would you since you just saw this, would you say the cover is represents uh, the, the the film pretty well?
1: I I would. I'm looking at it right now, and having now seen the film, there's a lot of little little details from different aspects of it that um, mm-hmm. I think it's impressive they managed to get all of that in the one um, image without being too busy. But yeah, I think it's really cute. I like it.
0: Yeah, the way I read this, I it, it says everything sucks, but you know whatever <laughs> <laughs> let's eat up whatever that is and uh okay um jill i might defer to you I, i'm guessing you've seen uh, the next one is "The girl can't help it by frank tashlin yeah. and i haven't uh, celeste i don't know if you have but um jill do you want to keep this not. one no okay
2: yeah um, sell it to us it's well it's frank tashlin for starters um and his films are always so um, I'm trying to think of the right word. Um well, he the the man knew how to use color. so, and so all of his movies have this kind of fun, uh, it, it always reminds me of like bubblegum, if that makes sense. Hmm. Um, so just kind of candy, confection, bubblegum bright colors lots of
1: the the cover has this like classic diner look to it yeah Mm
2: -hmm. yeah it's very it's very mid-century pop um and so this one has the amazing jane mansfield um who who uh she's just luscious in this film and uh tom yule of course which most people probably know him from seven year itch um i don't want to give anything away Mm -hmm. um but it's just gorgeously shot uh this is a a cinema scope delight and like peak 1950s fox um and then you have all of the great music. You have all the great performers that are in this little Richard Fats domino, the Platters, Eddie Cochran. Um, and it's just a it's a musical, but it's more than that. Um, and I when, I, you know, this is something I would have never um, had predicted for for a criterion release, but I'm so glad. And I have to say, I feel a little, um, Vindicated as well because <laughs> years ago, um, let's see, this would be 10, 10 years ago. I was, uh, I, um, I ran a website with another who shall remain nameless. And as far as I'm concerned, they're, um, you know, dead to me. And dead. Period. But anyways, this individual and I ran this website together, and I was writing an article, and I about one of Frank Tashlin's films, and I said, um, "Frank Tashlin's so and so made in you know 1950." I can't remember what movie it was, but I, mm-hmm. I I introduced the film in my article as Frank Tashlin's, like you would say Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho, sure. or mm-hmm. you know whatever. And he was like, come on, like Frank Tashlin is not significant enough to get the Frank Tashlin's treatment. Hmm. And I was like, but he has a distinct style. Like you when you see a Tashlin movie, you know it's Tashlin, period. And um that's just I, I felt like he deserved that recognition. And so, seeing this film enter in one of Ta- one of the best examples of Tashlin's work, having it enter the collection, and uh, where people that normally would not see his work are going to see it because it's it's criterion now, um, I just feel a little like, all right, I was right yeah. ten years ago to say. You know, th- to think, call attention to that.
0: I think this is like a how about them apples um, moment. Yeah, totally. <laughs>
2: totally. Um, because, yeah, I mean, he wasn't an auteur. He was a, but uh, by any stretch, but he had a distinct style in a very uh, rigid studio environment. I think that deserves mm-hmm. to have some uh, recognition. So, um, this cover, too, is like delicious. Mm-hmm. The colors, the placement, it definitely um, is it rhymes with the film. So I just everything about it made me so tickled. Would you, um, would you say
0: it's like the when yeah. you say the colors? Would you say it's more like like happy cirque, or is it more like beach movie kind kind of stuff, or you know that it palette? is or? it
2: it is like. The kind of color that is so real it's fake.
0: <laughs> okay,
2: if that makes sense. Okay, I'm, you know, it's 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 beyond.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, have you have you all seen the movie? Um, um, Susan slept here.
0: No, mm-hmm. no, maybe like oh, a Wes Anderson. Oh, would you say? like overpainted or
2: something? yeah maybe um but there's a there's a fantasy dream sequence in Susan slept here and like you have Dick Powell in like pink satin Oh,
0: I love Dick Powell.
2: And he's like in a pink pink and blue satin outfit, you know. And so it's it's like sir it's like I think of like circus colors um I'm just not, I'm failing to describe it. It's, it's not Palin Pressburger. It's not Cirque. Sure. It's Frank Tashlin.
0: It's its own thing. <laughs> okay. It's well, Well, things. then it sounds like this,
1: this, this person that shall remain nameless was, uh, exceedingly lame and wrong. And, uh, it yes. looks like you were right. So
2: I woo,
1: yeah, that's right.
0: What if this nameless person is a listener? Um, I, I'm, I doubt that those person would be surprised. I,
2: they're not, they only listen to themselves.
0: <laughs> well, and I, I, my next thought was, I, I hope I'm never dead to Jill, but I think I listened <laughs> to Jill. So I think I was pretty on safe ground, <laughs> but, no, um, but um, I, but I would never, well, uh, pull a, this person's not famous. I mean i I, I love giving credit to um to, to classic artists um, that's, such um...
1: a, that's such a strange critique to me right you know, even if the person isn't a so-called auteur or whatever you want to say. I mean just saying, you know, Frank Tashlin's blank like, oh now I know who directed it like it's not a it's
2: fucking not like a or something. yeah no it's, like... it's not a, it, no and the thing the thing is, is this movie was produced and directed by him mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah.
2: so you know, I just when you look at when you look at um, Frank Tashlin's filmography, um, it's all—I mean, it's all of these super colorful films, and he—and—and and plus, he like um, he did Looney—he um, yeah directed shorts, cartoons. So I, I mean, that. he did all of these Looney Tunes cartoons, and so that's the other thing is these do feel like a a cartoon. In Hmm. that same, um, the colors feel animated. So, I mean, he was, he just had his own distinct style that I, you know, uh, he deserves, he deserves some credit. And he, I mean, and like, um, but yeah, he was, I mean, he directed Cinderfella with, (laughs) with uh, (laughs) Jerry Lewis so, I mean, he did a bunch of Jerry Lewis movies, which, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not like, yeah. you know, high, highbrow cinema or anything, but, um, I do think that his distinct style is when people think of kind of that, uh, that aspect of the 1950s, um, when mm-hmm. they see it shown, uh, or, uh, emulated in later, uh, later media, like, it's that he's a part of that. So, you know, you gotta give him some credit. But
0: can't wait. I do love you sold me.
2: <laughs> I do love everything about this. I love that there is um we've got um, John
0: Waters. The, is that where are you go? Yeah, going?
2: and yeah, that's we've got I'm that interview. Yeah. He loves Tashlin, he loves Jane. That is so exciting. And then the amazing David Cairns. I love
0: mm-hmm.
2: his writing, I love his stuff. So that's gonna be awesome. And then we get um, one of the uh, uh, Karina Longworth episodes.
0: Yeah, that from, was interesting.
2: Yeah, you must remember this, which I think is going to be from her Dead Blondes season. Hmm. And um, and then Rachel Syme, who's fantastic. She's another great writer. Um, this is just a great... I and love every commentary about this.
0: too. There's, this is a stacked release. Um, yeah. And I, I don't think there's been an episode of a, a podcast, um, on a Criterion before?
2: I don't think so. I mean, we've you know had what? like radio there... features, like radio yeah. adaptations, but never, never this. I think there's this... an episode of This
1: American Life on the Breakfast Club edition. I think. Oh, you're
0: right. right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. And, and this episode might eventually make it. Good... I'm kidding. <laughs> um, and I, I can't wait. So it's come, coming out <laughs> April 19th, and um, yeah, he sold sold the hell out of it. I think I've I I haven't seen much yeah, from that's him. Great. I think I've seen is their movie called Success Spoil Rock Hunter or something. Oh like?
2: yeah, well Success Spoil Rock Hunter, which um, is a, a oh god, it's so fun. Um, that one's also a Jane Mansfield and uh, Tony Randall, and. Uh, yeah, it's.
0: I think it's I saw fun. that when I was on a um uh like a disability, I, I, I was on some opioids, so I probably I probably loved it, but not much about it. <laughs> okay, yeah, so... and
2: I've got to say, that Edmund O'Brien is in this too, and Edmund O'Brien is mm-hmm. just like the VIP of my heart. I love him so much.
0: <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we have three more. A lot, lot to talk about today, and um, and there's one in here that I'm really excited about. But um, the next one is a new one, and I, I'm thrilled that uh, that uh, we're, they're more in the distribution game. And uh, so this is I Am Ophie. This is this is my desire, which is uh, a contender for a few awards even right now. And of course, we drive my car is going to come to the collection, and that's um, apparently like a, a strong contender. So. Really mm-hmm. glad they were got out in front of these uh, before um, the studios did. It, it's interesting having Criterion in that conversation. Um, but yeah. since it's new, I, I haven't seen it. I think this is really its release. Um, it's obviously home release. Um, I think it toured a little bit. Have you, either of you seen it? No. Mm-mm, no.
1: I don't tend to keep up with newer things, to be quite honest. But um, No, I'd never even heard of it, to be honest. So I'm really excited to... To be able to see it in this format.
0: Same, um, yeah, I, I can't wait um, to see it, and I, I don't really have much to say because uh, there's not much, um, not much I can say about it. I, I, I'm glad that they are doing this, and I hope they keep doing this. And so now I'm going to move on to Bernard Tavernier. Uh,
1: no. Oh, I just had one. I had one quick comment about oh, it. Sorry. Yeah. All. Sorry. Uh, I was just going to say that I think this is the first Nigerian film in the in the collection, which yeah. is always exciting. Yes, thank new you. New representation from an entire new country. Yeah. Um, and I'm seeing here that there's a deleted scenes feature with audio commentary from the directors, but hmm. I don't know. I wish that they had done mm-hmm. a full a full yeah. feature audio commentary yeah. because I know that there's been discussion about how they don't really do the audio commentaries as much anymore. And yeah. I've started paying attention and it does seem a little bad.
0: <laughs> That yeah. a lot of
1: the ones that do show up are archival, or they
0: just right. don't have one, you know. Because I'm a big fan of those, so. I love them too. Yeah, um, yeah and big, I don't
1: know why that is. I don't know if
2: it's because they're a bitch to produce. Um, yeah, I don't know. I
0: don't know. Yeah. It's been a trend though. We we've seen it. I will, it feels like they've started to come back a little bit because there is one on yeah. the, the Tashfield, for example. Um, but yeah, I'm glad you pointed out that it's African because I think so. We have Sen Ben. We have two two films from Sen Ben um so and there might be an a- a- african film on like one of the world cinema projects i don't know off the top of mm-hmm. my head but the, you know the, the africa ha- has a rich film history i mean S- sen ben was like the the um, kind of the, the grandfather of film really for the mm-hmm. entire influence everybody um but i would love to see more uh f- from different countries and yeah not-
1: I try to catch as many African films on the channel as I can, especially if oh, nice. they're leaving. But um, and there were some really good ones out of Chad. Uh, hmm. The director's name is escaping me, but um, yeah, I don't know. I'm always excited to see uh, more representation and different
0: um, countries. So. Yeah, me too. I, I and of course they're you, going to be obscure, but um, I, I remember seeing, in film class seeing a um, an African film, and I forget the country, but they w- were basically inspired by a Godard, and so it was really experimental mm-hmm. and it was uh, it was amazing. But yeah, I, I, let's keep that coming, in So now we're back to France. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I, I butchered the name, but uh, Bernard Tavernier. Tavernier sounds him? good to me. Okay. Sure. Um, and what's interesting is we when we talked to Farron uh, she had brought up that his his French series Do you remember that Jill yes well I as it happens I just bought I, I had watched a, another documentary that was just a documentary about film I didn't realize that there was this massive lung follow-up so I just bought that and um, it just arrived so um, so yeah definitely like I love love his taste but I haven't seen this so have either of you no no, I haven't okay, well, um it's <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we already we already uh, did the one I saw, so
0: yeah, uh, so it, it's a love letter uh, from him to the heyday of Bebop and to the black American musicians who found uh, mm-hmm. refuge in the Smoky underground jazz clubs of 1950s Paris. So that sounds I, we know that he can direct. Um, he's a fabulous uh, talent. But it's interesting is we've talked about other people telling black stories, and you know whether that is as valid as black filmmakers telling black filmmakers. So this is interesting that we have a French filmmaker telling black stories. So I'm I'm intrigued.
1: Yeah, I love I love films about music, and I'm not as well versed in jazz as I am other other genres, but it is something that I've. Um, taken an interest in and do know an amount about (laughs) uh i also just love the color scheme on this yeah um on this cover it's so good Mm -hmm. so i'm excited to uh to check it out Uh,
0: one one thing that's cool is there's a a interview with jazz critic gary giddens and i want to say he was on the um the 30s jazz uh release i forget what it was called oh king of jazz king of jazz and he, he was really very insightful but mm-hmm. of course this is a very different era so i, I can't wait to hear what he says and then yeah the features are very music oriented and um and then there's a documentary behind the scenes a panel discussion from somewhat recently 2014 uh it won't be a zoom call <laughs> at least there's that <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of the uh, the zoom calls yeah to be honest yeah yeah. So, any other thoughts about this one? No. Looks looks
2: exciting, though.
0: All right, Well wrapping up with uh, the one that I'm most excited about is for all mankind, which I'm gonna get hyperbolic. Uh, it is. The, this is the best space film I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Woo! Documentary. Okay. documentary Two thousand one was um, was you know on, on my list. There are a couple other. And frankly, man, why, this should have been on, on my list. This is this is great. So, but I love this story. I I, I could eat space movies, <laughs> eat space movies, um, all day for lunch. But um, so, so <laughs> that's uh, those words didn't really work too well. But we'll take it. No. Um, did, have you seen this?
2: <laughs> so I said I hadn't seen it, but I think maybe I have.
1: Uh, I, I watched it, like, uh, a week ago once I saw that it was announced. Um, and up. I actually coincidentally watched it, like, two days after I'd watched um, Apollo 11, that newer yeah. new documentary. So that was a fun accidental double nice. feature for me. Um, yeah. That one's way more focused on, like, the science-y end of it. Right. It like, really wants you to get in the, the mm-hmm. nitty-gritty of the the technical marvel that the whole thing was. Whereas this one, I think, is way more, like, philosophical. and. Yeah. Focused on the the human element of it, with that amazing Brian Eno score to kind of yes, yes tie it all together. Um, yeah, I did. I did really like it, and I'm excited to uh, see the visual upgrade.
0: What's funny is that that other Apollo Eleven movie. I, mm-hmm. I thought of, I thought of that when I was watching Time. Not that you can't compare those two movies, but it's it's basically just there's no narrative. It's just, uh-huh. and of course, with Apollo Eleven, you had a Ton of press, but time you just really have uh, people you know, talking about their experiences as they're experience, experiencing them. But yeah, I'm here for this too. Uh, it is a 4K, and that's what I'm very very happy about because visually, mm-hmm. this is a great um, a great looking film, and I think it'll really uh, pay off in 4K. Um, and I think the extras this is an upgrade as well. I think these are all the same. So we have another old comment commentary. Um, yeah, pretty much the same, I, I believe, because if, if it wasn't, it would say DVD or Blu-ray only. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I haven't watched the commentary, but I see that it says Commander Eugene A. Kernan, the last person. Cernan. To set foot Cernan, on yeah. Cernan.
2: yeah, Eugene Cernan. He um, actually was a graduate of my alma mater, Purdue University. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, he's pretty famous. So, uh, and I think he goes yeah. by Gene, too.
1: It's weird they put Eugene. He went by
2: Gene. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Well, anyway, I'll be excited to rewatch it in 4K with that commentary because that's yeah. really
0: cool. Yeah, that great, great coincidence. Uh, I, I really enjoyed uh, Apollo 11 as well. So that's April. That what's weird is we had four releases last month, and now we have six, and people were complaining. Yeah, about uh, but you know they they rounded it out. So yeah. All right. So we have a lot to cover here. So we're going to kind of race through the the recent and coming soon. And Jill, you and I have talked about this uh, quite a bit. I want to write some posts, though, because I've been wa- watching a lot of these. I have a lot to say about the celebration. Now, that was That's probably a candidate, uh, early candidate for one of my favorite releases of the year. But there was just too much with Dogma 95 and all that to, um, to really um, comment on that in the show. Uh, But Celeste, I'd just like to hear what you think about this uh, current release slate we're in. So we have The Celebration, The Red Shoes, uh, 4K, The Learning Trees, those were December releases, and uh, One Night in Miami. Wow, that feels like like those were longer ago. (laughs) And then uh, Uh, actually actually this week as we're recording, Time and the Piano um, are coming out. And also um, we have Hard Day's Night, which we'll talk about here in a second and Dick Johnson is mm-hmm. dead. So any thoughts on those, Celeste?
1: Yeah. Um, I have not seen the celebration, but I'm excited to, to take a look at it whenever I get the chance. I um, actually haven't seen the red shoes, but this is a perfect Ooh. opportunity to since the 4K came out, and I've heard nothing but great things about the transfer. So uh, come next sale, I'm going to be picking that one up. Um, the learning tree is one that I haven't seen but I am a big fan of uh, Gordon Parks' work, um, both his photography and his, and his actual films. So I'm excited to... to uh, you know, it was on the channel, and I almost watched it, but I was like, I'm pretty sure this is getting a criterion, so I'm just going to wait <laughs> and watch it there. Um, I did see One Night in Miami, and um, I enjoyed it overall, especially in the second half. The first half, I think, it feels kind of cheesy.
0: Mm, um, yeah.
1: You know, when they're kind of like... I guess the happier parts of the film, as opposed to the more dramatic parts, um, it, it felt a little hokey to me, but um, I'm excited to get the addition and actually delve into the supplements and stuff to, to kind of learn more about it and appreciate it. It's the type of film that got me to read like six different Wikipedia articles, which is always a fun time. So
0: the rabbit hole. <laughs> Yeah. There's a lot of Gordon Parks on um on the learning tree, so I th- I think you'll you'll mm-hmm. li- love that release and I yeah. I was really impressed by the movie. Um especially that it came out in that time. Um and it's, mm-hmm. it's just not a movie I would have expect to have exist- existed then. Um mm-hmm. I, One Night in Miami, I I'm with you. Um I was kind of not into it, but I really love uh, Regina King and um there's a whole bunch of her on it and so I I, I didn't really like mm-hmm. the movie too much, but I'm going to rewatch the commentary just to hear
1: you yeah, I watched that as well. I definitely liked the second half. It's yeah. just, um, it just—it took a while for me to get into it. I think it's—it's uh, it's based on a stage play, right? And it—it it kind of feels yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. It's but... very
0: stagey. Yeah. Uh, so with with a hard day's night, um, unfortunately, yeah, you, you know, if you screw up, we have to hold you accountable. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently, there's a disc error uh, in the 4K. Uh, I believe Jill. I don't know if you know, but I believe there's some scenes that are kind of. Like out of order, out of order, yeah.
1: Shots that are spliced in the wrong spot, yeah. Something weird like that,
0: yeah. So, I um, (laughs) I don't know, I'm not going to blame Lee Klein, but I'm sure he's all over it. And um, so they pulled that so it won't be coming out immediately. Mm -hmm. In fact, I haven't seen any announcement of um, when that'll be corrected, but I I imagine um, I heard March
1: March? was when is what people have been told in um, private emails.
0: Okay, Okay. well, we'll be talking about it again.
2: So that, you know, I think this, a friend of mine actually called attention to this, is that Criterion is not the only one that's dealing with um, quality control issues. There's been several recalls with Shout Factory as well. Um, And so I think... He suggested that maybe the labels are they don't want to lose their spot in the um, Mm -hmm. production line, essentially. And so, yeah, they're pushing that too quick. So, so they're maybe they're pushing it a little too quickly. Um, But yeah, so and but it seems silly though because delaying your release date to get it right seems like a more economical thing to do rather than to have to reprint the entire release. And then the cost of recalling those discs. Mm -hmm. I mean, it seems like they've... I mean, has anybody gotten their hands
1: on this yet? Uh, Yeah, I've seen... Um, review, oh, review uh, copies. Just the discs on YouTube yeah. okay Brian okay. what's his name he, uh Brian, he yeah. Brian he saw really it. It. yeah he, he gets yeah.
0: Um, he gets the review copies and I'm sure yeah. um, I'm sure DVD I, I think this was caught by um by maybe DVD beaver or somebody mm-hmm. um, when they get usually it's because the they ch- get early checklist. street
2: yeah, yeah they get they yeah. get early discs that they send out um and I used to get review copies from them but I would get it like a few days before release sometimes maybe as much as a week mm-hmm. but those were finished copies yes so um you know but i know they do get like they do get early uh, early copy discs that go out so i don't think they caught this in time because mm-hmm. um because of how close it is to the to the release date so it just seems like they're you know i think this is just a trend overall it's not just criterion but that i do think that they are feeling the pressure of you know supply chain issues which i'm so sick of people going as a supply chain but that that really is what's going on yeah and i think they're pushing it faster than they maybe need to so um I'll tell you somebody, you know, one label that hasn't had this issue yet is Kino. I know.
0: How about that? And and they push, push out a lot
2: and they yeah. put out a yeah. lot. And so I, you know, I won't, I won't say what I'm, what's in my head right now, okay. but um, <laughs> no. because well, I don't want to, I don't want to be shitty, but yeah, you know, I think they need, they probably need to, to slow it down a little bit. It's definitely this, the rollout that they've done for 4k, I don't think it's gone as smoothly as it's,
1: it's, they would it's hope. It's unfortunate. Um, yeah. I guess I'll just say that I've seen some people be like, wow, the days of Criterion being the gold standard are in the past. Like, you know, how the mighty have fallen. It's just like it's yeah. a little dramatic. Right? That's a so bit annoying. dramatic. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and Jill, yeah. I think what, what what you just said has traction because I've also gotten release copies. And yeah. I, they used to be, like, some, sometimes as early as a month or before right. the release. And right. that's not to the to check disk, but the full release. The check disks right. would be, like, six weeks prior. And that's just, yes. you get, like, just basically a disk in the right. mail. Um, but, and those are
2: extremely limited, that and, yeah. and yeah. very few people get those. Very, very yes. few,
0: yes. Um, and and very, not very many people get the other ones, either. Um, no. You have to make a, a good case for it. But the... Um, but i what I've heard. I haven't asked for any lately. But what I've heard is that the those have been um, that window has tightened. So I think they're, not. Mm-hmm. I think they're just generally later in the process for production. So I didn't expect to talk supply chain. But I think you're right. They're they're rushing. But yeah, yeah you gotta you gotta quality check your product. That's just that's right. a, if, if if you're behind. You know, release your discs. I I, I know that'll make us unhappy, but...
2: But I do think this is an important component, and and I don't want to go onto this tangent whatsoever, but I I, I do say, you know, with this constructive criticism as, you know, put down a little bit, but at the same time, um, we are like, you know, in this country at least, we are dealing with... um, Mm -hmm you know, (laughs) like a mass resignation, um, you know, which is totally warranted. And so we do have, and then we're also still in the throes of a pandemic that is not controlled. And Mm -hmm. so we do have, um, that going on as well. So I would say to our listeners that, um, have a bit of grace for <laughs> uh, the people that are working on this
0: stuff. Well, so Jill, our listeners are cool. So um, I think, if, <laughs> I think we need to direct our listeners to <laughs> um, explain to the people that are our listeners to uh, right. the, like the people commenting on Criterion. And I, yeah. I, I know we have a lot to cover. So I want to say way to the C- Citizen Kane too. Uh, so that's another, uh, uh error issue um, and replacement discs are just now arriving with people but I do want to point out that um, I'm going to put it in the show notes. There's this guy that um, and I I talked to him (laughs) he put out the best destruction video It's so great. It's amazing it basically mimics the opening um, sequence of the film and I I talked to him about it and I'm going to put his website because he he does some personal projects with films in the show notes and uh, Mm -hmm. recommend you check it out but you got to watch that. It's yeah, this best. is a
2: film school degree yes. put to great use. I love <laughs> it.
0: He said he had a little bit of time on his hands. and I...
2: <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, that That also played into it, I'm sure. And sorry,
0: I Celeste, so I, I think I, I cut you off. I didn't mean that. Um, did you have any thoughts on that? Oh,
1: on the, on the replacement? Uh, the Hard Day's Night issue? Yeah,
0: um, any of, it yeah. Any of a, it, yeah. I just
1: had a quick, like, you know, it's, it's, it's just been pretty rough for like, Two years now, right? Yeah. and like we're all going through it. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. I don't know. I work in uh, transportation logistics, and I know how how like mm-hmm. shit happens every I'll single bet. day. You know, mm-hmm. um, like you know, I, I think it's harder on them having yeah. to replace all this than it is. Like, I can wait two months to see it. You know, like
0: yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just doubt see a lot of people really
1: up <laughs> in arms, and I don't know. It, it'll be okay. You know, well, the there are um.
2: Far bigger issues, yeah. and um, it, it, you know, uh, <laughs> we're, we're, we're no lives are at stake <laughs> yeah. if this does yes. not come right now, so yeah. Yeah. um, you know, it's frustrating, but you know, they're going to make it right, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and. So that, you know, I hate it for them, Mm -hmm. um, but but hopefully, you know, whatever's going on, they'll take care of it. And, And I just hate it for them in terms of like, you know, it, it dings their reputation a little bit. So like yeah. I I do hate that for them. I don't hold it against them, but it's just a fresh – it's frustrating because then it's also something that people bitch about, and I get tired of that too. I just mm-hmm. get tired of people being assholes. And so mm-hmm. um, I, that's the main reason why yeah, I hate it is, oh, here come the complaint. I'm sure yeah, they're stressed so. about it
0: too. I mean, I Absolutely. imagine I, just knowing how work happens when you have a mistake right. out there. I mean, right. yeah, so yeah, be, be cool is I think our, yeah. our message. It'll be cool and and so good thing is at least Hardy's night was caught before it went to market so you know maybe yeah. it's a little easier for that um
2: well if, I would hope that at least they're not going to have to pay for right. you know the cost of people to ship it back or whatever so I mean at least they're at least there's that so hopefully it won't be too much of a hit for them
0: mm-hmm. yeah okay well I I, we do have a couple rumors of um, um, releases coming out, and some are more uh, credible than others. So uh, if you want, I, I'll just run through those real quick. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, well, this one looks very credible. Um, Bill appear um, I, I don't I'll probably pronounce that wrong, but he's a major, uh, co- I believe he's like a comic artist, but he's a rock, a rock star. Um, he announced that Shaft is coming to Criterion and, and he's doing the artwork and that's basically all, all we know is Shaft is coming. So, um, I'm excited. Oh yeah, he is. <laughs> Shaft is coming. Um, also, uh, the, the... at least
2: once, <laughs> but I mean, I've heard, I've heard stories.
0: Yeah. I watched
2: I, it. I know, you know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, watch Sweetback.
2: Uh, <laughs> you know someone, I can't remember where I saw it, but someone was a- actually said, "I understand the significance of this movie, but I don't get its place in the collection." And
0: I'm like, "Shut your mouth." You know, I, yeah, some somebody the, the other day was complaining and about film snobs and, and and a lot of people put Criterion fans or people that collect media like us in that bucket. But no, we're not gatekeepers. It's great that Sweetback is in the collection and Shaft is coming and some and, and even uh, the Tashin, some movies that we wouldn't expect. So oh, sorry, mini ran over. Um, OK, <laughs> uh, I'm going to run through these. Uh, the conversation is um, getting a 4K Rialto restoration. And that that's significant because a lot of Rialtos end up in the collection. So the conversation would be a huge mm. boon for them um and i'm i'm going to just read these out and let you all react but um john waters is now shutting his mouth about pink flamingos and i'll put that link about that um he is now now just saying that something's happening and then lastly uh Sean baker also friend of the show um said on a recent podcast that his first three films will be released on a quote nice prestigious label so read into that what you may <laughs> So, any any thoughts on on these?
2: Nice prestigious oh. label.
0: I, could be Arrow. Could be Indicator.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of a a, a not nice like label an, was
2: it one, Anchor? So. Is it Anchor Bay or
1: or a, what's the <laughs> one? what's the oh what's the one? <laughs> it's um Mill Creek. Mill Creek. That's the yeah. one. That's where it's coming.
0: I don't want to trash labels, <laughs> but I, I hope he no, makes no, no, it. No.
1: I love the old They're just not yeah. necessarily what you'd call prestigious. Anyway, <laughs> no. um, I love Pink Flamingos. I'm so excited. I want it so badly
0: mm-hmm. to be in the
1: collection. And uh, that would, to me, be significantly less surprising than the Library of Congress, which has already happened. So right. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. The, the idea that there is a film where a drag queen eats dog shit and <laughs> a man fucks a woman to death like
0: a chicken you know i've heard so many stories i love john waters
1: it's so much like
2: there's a lot and i have the the warner archive dvd that that came out a few years ago and it just it desperately needs to be in the collection Mm -hmm. here's the thing they were they put multiple maniacs out they put female trouble out yeah like
0: Paul, and on. polyester with the um and polyester. The smith, I mean polyester is the
2: tamest, the tamest <laughs> of all of them. It's like the most mm-hmm. like you know uh, mainstream palatable film other than like hairspray. I
1: I, still I imagine they want it. I just wonder if the rights yeah. holders are holding it That's up right. because of some mm-hmm. of the content. Yeah, but right. yeah, Well
2: Warner be. Brothers is uh has been notoriously like even Divine uh, Divine's um estate. Um, they can't even like sell any merchandise with, um, anything from Pink Flamingos on it because of Warner's, yeah, Warner's control of that. So I would love to, I would love to see that. I, I love John Waters so much.
0: I do want to mention, um, so we, we got the opportunity to interview Sean Baker a few years ago. Uh, it was, actually I think it was when he was making Red Rocket. That was right right when the Florida Florida project came out, and he had a lot of um, interesting stories about how, about maintaining his own films and like the process, and you, you just wouldn't wouldn't realize how how uh, arduous that would be for an independent filmmaker. So it was really um it was one of my favorite episodes. Um, so he has kept up his um, his library of films. So I, I think that's great news that whether it's that label is Criterion or not. I'm um, mm-hmm. really good, glad that his films are, are coming out, his earlier films, because I've, I've seen some of them and they are special. So, anyway, we're going to go a little faster because we're running long. But,. Um, let- my 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 new favorite segment, Jill, is Beyond <laughs> Criterion. We've had so much fun with this. These um, are great. and the, so this again, the releases that are from other nice prestigious labels, <laughs>
2: <laughs> like Mill Creek.
0: Like Mill Creek. <laughs> <laughs> so, Celeste, do you have any um, any Beyond Criterion? Uh, I
1: do. They're not fun, um, unfortunately, but I do have some things I watched recently. Um, this one isn't on a prestigious label, but I thought of it because of your list. Um, and the the Blu-ray of it is very nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's a uh, Steve um, Steve McQueen's Twelve Years a Slave. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had watched it actually the day after I watched um, Oscar Michaud's shows Within Our Gates, nice. which is oh yeah, the, which is in that Kino box set. So yes, you know, there's the prestigious label for mm-hmm. you. But That's um, right.
0: yeah,
1: Within Our Gates is the oldest surviving um, film directed by an African American. And I mean, that in and of itself is just, I should tell you the state of yeah. things. Right. Um, I mean right. the first one it's gone, like, the, I mean, maybe somebody will find it, but you can't watch it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, Within our gates is it's leaving the channel this month. So, uh, depending on when this episode gets out, you probably have a day or, so, you know, mm. a few days to watch it Uh, um i think i I would highly recommend it
0: (laughs) yeah this episode Uh, won't be out in
1: january well then buy the kino box
2: (laughs) buy the kino (laughs) box (laughs) then yeah Yeah. um because it's which is excellent Um, yeah
1: and um with 12 years a slave i had seen it in the theater and of course i found it to be a, a, a powerful experience um but looking back on it you know i'm always i've always kind of after reading the book too I just kind of of the mind that like yeah of course it's great because like how can you mess that up how can you mess up a story like mm-hmm. that amazing mm-hmm. you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: and watching it again and going through the special features I realized how easily you could have messed that up you know Right. and mm-hmm. yeah. I mean the film is just incredible like the the cinematography and the performances um, people bad mouth the score but I think the score is good too um, I, I don't know I rewatched it coming out with the opinion that it's it's basically perfect um i guess my quick little rant about it is that people would say things like oh brad pitt's character is such like a deus ex machina yeah. like talking about it like it's a work of fiction
0: white savior and i'm
1: like um i mean that guy the, the person that, Bl- that brad pitt is playing was a real person with a wikipedia page and everything like the stuff that happens in the film happened in real life i don't know people analyzing it like it's a some kind of I guess narrative work of fiction was, was bothering sure. me, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's, those are, those are well, my, my quick takes. on That's it. great.
0: I'm glad. Is this the item that you were inspired by my list? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, great. I was. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big I Steve... saw it on
1: your list and I was like, Hey, that movie is really good. I would like to revisit.
0: It. <laughs> Steve McQueen is one of our finest modern filmmakers. Yes. So um, I, I think so. Yeah. And He's it's in the like,
1: collection too so there's there's a collection yeah. there
0: and, oh that's yeah. a great movie and and also we we don't always have to be uh we, we can be not we can be serious on the show and uh, both <laughs> of right. those films are very serious um so Jill what do you have for beyond criterion
2: yeah so mine is on a an announcement that came out yesterday um and it's a Warner archive which god bless them they're mm-hmm. still <laughs> you know kicking in some form they are releasing a 4K scan from the original Technicolor nitrate negative of William Wellman's 1937 A Star Is Born. And I did not see this coming at all hmm. because it's on Kino and, you know, it came out on Kino Blu ray um, several years ago. And I just did not think that this would ever happen. And, um, I am ecstatic. It comes out in May, and I have actually seen uh, the nitrate print of the stars. And it is stunning. So it is just like when, like, Lever to Heaven, uh, which came out on Twilight Time, and then it was announced that it was coming out on Criterion, and it was right after I had seen the nitrate of Lever to Heaven. It, it is. I am. I don't think they're going to screw this up. I think if they do it right, and mm-hmm. they and it's uh, we're going to get that scan. This movie will look like we've ne- like most people have never seen it before. So because when wow. I saw that nitrate of it, and I've seen this movie many times, um, when I saw that nitrate, it was like watching it for the first time. So I am wow. extremely excited about this. So.
0: Yeah, I, I have the keynote, That's but really I've, cool. I've had it for years, like at least yeah. five years. So I, I'm yeah, guessing they the rights just ran out, and uh,
2: probably won't. yeah. And, and that release good. is fine because it had been kind of um, in um, in a hell there had not been <laughs> right. it even in a public domain Hell, yeah. and and so all the copy you could find it everywhere but mm-hmm. the the copies mm-hmm. were just really terrible and then when the Kino one came out um it looked better uh than it had but um when i saw that nitrate i was like holy shit this yeah. color is unreal so i i'm really really excited it's
0: a great see great film yeah great I, I think this is my favorite version of all of them i think but a pretty good that's margin. That's the
2: correct. That's the correct answer.
0: Oh, good. Um, so again, not dead, <laughs> I'm not dead to Jill. <laughs> um, okay, well, uh, my, yes. my actually, I think I, I might endear myself a little more with um, my my uh, Beyond Criterion's. So mm-hmm. uh, actually, shout out to Doug. Um, I want to thank Doug for uh, pointing out that the Cary Grant set was on sale for. Yes. Speaking of Keto, and I I ordered it and it was here like the next day. Uh, sometimes things are. Sometimes supply chain works. And I'm um, yeah. really looking forward to digging into the early Cary Grant. Um, so, uh, and uh, Jill, you said those films are. are, are they're good. fun. Yeah. Yeah, they're good. Um, and so, yeah. so it's a nice segue. I actually finished the May West box.
2: Um, Ooh, nice.
0: Uh, although I, I didn't finish all of the last film because i didn't like it and it's sad because i really love that actor um who is on in make way for tomorrow and i was like okay well he's in it i'm gonna be fine i forget his name um mm-hmm. kind of the dopey voice guy i forget his name uh, it's not a, not a good movie and then i i cheated looked at Letterbox and all my friends hated it and i thought you know what i'm done so what i did is i took <laughs> that box set i put it on the shelf and then i realized i had it did not have that little um, cover sleeve thing. And so the the belly band. Yeah. yeah. So Mae West was exposed. Fortunately mm. I caught I caught it. I was able to get her in her proper um, <laughs> um, <How scandalous>. postcode <laughs> form. Um, now, that was that was a wonderful set. I'm glad that I it's nice to just complete something and uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was I an do experience. Have
1: a, I have it and I haven't have it. St- touched it yet unfortunately i do i have pulled the poster out and bought a frame for it because i think nice. it's wonderful the but... poster's
2: so good which side do you have it on
1: oh the the, the titty side of course the titty
2: side yeah <laughs> <laughs> i the titty side i want to see i set you up for that like i knew
0: what
1: <laughs> that's
0: great yeah we, we, i don't think anybody said the titty side on uh, this podcast before so thanks for bringing that celeste well, <laughs>
1: we're I'm using a, i'm a pioneer of <laughs> things stop it there
0: um, so Celeste uh, you, do you have a short take uh, uh, Criterion you've seen recently
1: yeah um, I saw um, I spend a lot of time on the the leaving soon category of the Criterion channel and I'm getting better about that but I still it you know it, it always takes me back and uh, I saw Woman of the Year was on there which is in the Criterion collection and stars Catherine Hepburn who I adore um so i wanted to watch that and i was jill have you seen it i have okay i was hoping you had because i think it's fascinating um Mm -hmm. it's for like the first i guess i mean the vast majority of it to me it read as a as a very purposeful and not at all subtle feminist film Mm -hmm. where catherine hepburn is like this kick-ass career woman doing amazing things and the sort of stereotypical gender dynamic is also flipped (laughs) where she's such a dick to him all the time and he's just like this 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 poor man with a heart of gold waiting at home and you know hoping to get compliments on his outfits and stuff and (laughs) you know me and my partner were watching it just like wow this is a really fun kind of sort of gender satire where men might (laughs) you know be able to relate to the things that I guess a lot of them put women through, you know, and I won't spoil it, but the last scene of the film <laughs> yep. takes yep. such a hard yep. anti-feminist just uh-huh. slap in the yep. face, you know? Uh, yep. And I, like, we finished it. It looks like, what the hell was that? You know? Yep. And I looked it up and it, it, it seems it was out of their hands. Like, it seems like a it studio was. thing and yeah, Hepburn was. was not happy about it, but nope. I was curious what Jill thought of it because I think it's fascinating.
2: It, um, I, that is, yeah, that, the, that last sequence pisses me. I mean, it's, it's, um, it's great physical comedy.
1: Yeah. If you take, but it's like, oh my God.
2: Yeah. If you take it on, if you don't know anything else, That has happened in the in the movie, and you just watch that scene without the gender dynamic, none of that, right? And you Mm -hmm. watch it from from a a, a constructed comedy sequence. Okay, it is executed very well, and Mm -hmm. Spencer Tracy's reactions to everything funny, Uh but in conjunction with ninety nine percent of the movie. It is a shit show. Yeah. And every time you get to that last scene, I'm like, This this is no, I hate it. So, you know, yeah, that's that's the product of them going, You can't have her be like this.
1: Mm-hmm. She's
2: got she's gotta be knocked down a peg. Yeah, you
1: know? like I mean, reading about her life too, where she was such a fierce feminist in her real life, it it felt right. very intentional, like, Okay, you had your moment, but uh, you know let's just yeah. take you down a peg, you know? Yeah. yeah we all know what's really going on here. You know? Yeah. That's a pretty Just common
2: like, complaint off. with people in this movie. It's, it's, it's like you had a great movie until that part.
1: So. Yeah. Yeah. I had seen the score on letterbox and I was like, why don't people like this? This is so good. And then I was like, Oh, that's, <laughs> that's <I'm>, why <laughs> I've, I've interrupted you, Aaron. <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: Um, okay. So my short take is super quick is twin peaks. Firewalk with me. I love it. Uh, you do too. It was on my list. It's, it's, yeah, it's in the collection. It's a difficult watch, but um, we are actually going to do a whole Twin Peaks rewatch, including um, I just got the, the box the new... set in
1: the mail today. Ah, I haven't seen nice. a second of it, so— Oh, I will not— Okay. But... I
0: wow. will not
2: say a word. Um, watch the original, then yeah. watch Fire With we're, Me. We're mm-hmm. going to do it. We're going to do it. And then thing. do the return. You know, I'm so um,
1: excited.
0: So. Oh, you're going to okay. have an amazing journey. Then I your,
2: will, I will say nothing. I will say <laughs> <Okay>. nothing. <laughs> um, but it's great.
0: I'll just say that um, I forget her name, but the lead actress in uh, Fire With Me is so amazing and did not get her due. Um,
2: no, she did not.
0: So my, my <laughs> short take, as I said, uh, is the, the celebration. Celebration. And I'm not going to talk much about it because I, it's just too much. So I'm going to write a post about it on Facebook and um, in our Facebook group. So please join our Facebook group and read about yeah. it there. Um, I'm, I'll say it's an amazing, amazing disc and, and re- represents Dogma 95 probably better than I, I ever expected. And I came to appreciate Vinterberg more. Um, so that's, that's awesome. My, yeah, he's great. So we're done. Um, let's do quick pieces of flair and then yep. peace out. All
2: right, Celeste.
1: Okay, I'm going to try to make mine quick. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to use this opportunity to give a shout out to the service I've been using. Um, it's called 3dblu-ray.com. Okay. 3 d dblu rayrentalcom And I don't I don't watch 3D Blu-rays ever. So, you know, it's not just that. I think that they started when 3D really had its heyday, but uh-huh. it's basically yeah. like DVD Netflix except they specialize in all the stuff that, you know, people like us Yeah. Love, that's cool. You know? <laughs> right. So, they have all the Criterion blu-rays they have every new 4k that comes out they import stuff so that you can rent the the indicator discs and severin and and, uh, vinegar syndrome all that stuff and the prices are reasonable you know so Uh it's like it it kind of helped i I hope it will help me with my finances in that (laughs) i can scratch that itch of knowing what this new thing is without necessarily dropping x amount of dollars for it yeah um
0: yeah, please send or that it'll link. And worse
1: because and, I'll, have, I'll have actually sorry. seen them and want them, but yeah, I'll send the link for sure.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll put but it in um, the show notes. I think a lot of listeners would find that very yeah, valuable. Yeah, I
1: couldn't believe I'd never heard of it, <laughs> but uh, you know, I found it looking to see if DVD Netflix had 4Ks, and of course they don't. But this is a, an excellent, um, not even a substitution because it's so much better. But um, one that I rented recently was Scream Factory's Motel Hell, which is a very goofy movie, but. Um, is a lot of fun to me <laughs> have either of you seen it <laughs> no i haven't no oh, okay it's it's an old i think it's from 1980 something and it's about a farmer that runs a pig farm and has like the uh the best jerky or bacon or something in in the county he's like known for it and he's it's not a spoiler it's it's the the setup is that he's actually mm-hmm. using human flesh and like oh, harvesting nice. strangers and growing them in a garden and like, <laughs> you know, slaughtering and eating them. I don't think this was intentional, but, you know, me and both of my partners are vegan. And so when we watched it together, we were like, this is clearly like a satire <laughs> about animal agriculture and, you know, making a statement. And I watched the special features. I don't think it was on purpose, but I do think it is definitely in the text of the film. So that's, that's great.
0: That's hilarious. Awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I I, I, I kind of want to see it now. <laughs> It's a good time. John Ratzenberger
1: is in it for like a second. Oh, hello. All right.
0: (laughs) All right, Jill, what what do you got?
2: Yeah, so um, I actually, you know, I have a lot of movies still in shrink wrap and I have a (laughs) lot of movies that uh, have been on my to watch list for a long time. And, you know, one of my favorite actors is Ronald Coleman. And he uh, I've seen a lot of his movies. But the one of the films that I had on my to-watch list is his Academy Award-winning winning role in George Cukor's A Double Life. I had never seen it, and it was kind of like I was saving it for the right day, and the right day was last week. And um, it is really good. Uh, it is about an actor who um, – a stage actor who becomes uh, consumed – with his the roles he's in and if he's in um a serious drama it affects his mood negatively if he's in a you know more uh, light-hearted comedy he's um in a great mood and the people who are around him and who love him including his ex-wife who he he is still involved with because they love each other um you know they all know that these moods Come and go. And so his agent um, says, Hey, you remember that time that you came up with this idea to portray Othello a certain way where Othello kills Desdemona with a kiss? Uh, we <laughs> should do that. And so, um, and again, this goes back to where white actors were still playing mm. Othello. Um, so, you know, that part is. Ugh. But um, I would say that as tasteful as you can make blackface, I guess it's more tasteful than some I've seen. But he's still, you know, when he's performing as Othello in blackface. But um, if you look past that, it is a um, really fantastic, haunting uh, film. And Coleman is terrifying. So... Hmm. um, Definitely need to check that one out. It came out uh, through Olive Films
0: uh, a few years ago on Blu ray. Very good. I'm sold. Uh, I think everything you said about that movie uh, resonated with me because I love every person you mentioned um, except for the blackface. Uh, and, yes. And, but I, I do want to point out that Othel, the uh, Criterion Othello had a really great supplement about actors in blackface doing Othello and I think it's about Mm -hmm. time we get a new one with a new uh, um.
2: I would say so so yeah Yeah.
0: make that happen now Coen Brothers you you did um, um, Macbeth get get on some Othello that's
2: right
0: I'm gonna definitely watch this thanks Jill it's very very good so mine is um, uh, it's a box set so this this one um, I could have put on beyond criterion but so I finished two box sets I've had a lot of free time on my hands Um, and as i mentioned i'm taking a westerns class which i'm really enjoying we're in the, in the third week and we're about to look at red river which is um a film mm-hmm. i enjoy and it's in the context of the history of the time so um mm-hmm. so we we, we watched davy crockett of all things um mm-hmm. and which is it is what it is. It's Davy Crockett, but, um, but putting that in the context Davey, of, of American Davy Crockett, <laughs> yeah. Do King you have your okay. all right? Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, you can't not do that. If um, in fact we did that in the cl- in the class, um, but because uh, because I have some free time, uh, extra time, I'm I'm digging a little further into the movies. Um, so there was um uh, I, I forget the um the film that was assigned, but there was a film from from uh, Bud Betteker. Assigned, mm-hmm. uh, um, uh, and so what what I did is I had that indicator release on the uh, the box set w- from um, with uh, Randolph Scott. Yeah, and um, I um, I'm actually gonna look it up because I forgot it. I, I had not watched it. It was is it on, the Tall T? Uh, it wasn't the Tall T, but that's a good one too. Um, so it the the film for the um, for the class was Ride Lonesome, which is one of the highlights of the set. But a lot of them were pretty good, even though he was. But Bettecker was interesting in that he, he was a really good director, but he, he worked, purposely worked on B-films, and mm-hmm. and he really liked humanistic characters. And so he really got a lot out of Randolph Scott, who is an older actor, grizzled, not, no normal no Western type of actor, uh, except for John Wayne, who basically had a free license to do Westerns yeah. his entire life. So all of them are, are, are pretty interesting. I would say that the highlights are definitely Ride Lonesome. That's that's one of the best ones tall tea and also a decision at sundown i thought was really good as well yeah but, but the entire set's great so um if you i think it's out of print so sorry yeah but, i missed it yeah uh, maybe you can get it from um uh the 3d you can Blue, get the singles 3d blu-ray yeah yeah
2: they have the single the single releases but the the box set is sold out so
0: and i'm glad i'm glad oh,
2: they you do know that. what
1: one one thing I forgot to mention about 3D Blu-ray is that if you email them with requests, nine times out of ten, they'll get it for you. Nice. Oh, that's so, fantastic. Yes. So, yeah, i emailed them with a long list of weird stuff, and they were like, yeah, we can get that. And then it was cool. the next day. And I was like, okay.
0: That's cool. a good service, right. yeah. So anyway, I rec- recommend that box. And yeah, the, getting the l- limited editions, um, if, if you want to see these, um, is worth it as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, all right, well. Let's uh, go ahead and wrap up, um, Celeste. Is there anywhere uh, aside from quote your quote uh, creeping around Facebook groups? Is there anywhere else <laughs> we can find you online, or any any, any work you do that uh, you can share?
1: Um, not really. I just kind of <laughs> am around, you know. I'm creeping, <laughs> like a you know. I meant to say this earlier, but I don't mean creeping in that you know I'm right. like some kind of oh we, we got it.
0: We weirdo yeah or we know I yeah mean, we I mean, are. I am, but you know i was <laughs> thinking at
1: more of like a lurking a, maybe hanging out. out lurking yeah. in the shadows you know
0: yeah yeah no, we got, oh of, we, we got know the no, we knew yeah yeah <laughs> it, it was it
2: was all good fun it was <laughs> and you know all you know uh, this is a weirdos a weirdos podcast so
1: you got to be a little bit to be yeah you
0: do that's right yeah. Jill, um, I know, buy cook- cookies for Ellie, please. Yeah. That, that link will be in the <laughs> show notes. Any Anywhere else?
2: Yeah, you know, the Classic Film Collective on Patreon. And then I will be um, probably in the next couple weeks or so. I just recorded an episode um, with Rob Kelly uh, on the Fade Out podcast. And we were talking about the, uh, which examines the last film that a director made. And so I talked with Rob about... Uh, William Wyler's final film, The Liberation of L.B. Jones. So that'll be out soon. I'll share the link in the group and uh, tweet it out. And then you can also find me on uh, Twitter at biscuit Kitten.
0: Nice. I'm a big Wyler fan, but I have not seen that, that film. So. Oh, it's great. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll seek it out.
2: It's, on, it's, I'm it's a, streaming on Prime. It's a uh, v- very difficult watch, though. Oh, great.
0: Well, that, that saves an email Ooh. to um, 3D Blu-ray review. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, I'm uh, Aaron. You can find uh, the Criterion Cast at uh, uh, on the master feed. In fact, I think that's the easiest way. Um, unless you're a Patreon, which if you are, we you, we appreciate your support. And um, I'm Twitter aos five hundred five. So um, great show. This was great.
1: Great. Thank you so much, you guys. Yeah.
2: Plus, this was awesome.